Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. To help the needy and guide the blind. Last night I saw a superhero, he was black. He said, this is for the street, black lightning's back. We pray at night for the helpless. Hoping you get us through breakfast. Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Rantazzo. I thought you were cute until I found out you were somebody's bitch. And the amazing Chris Rantazzo. This one's for you, Felicia. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Deep cut. We here on this week's episode talk television. This week, I got to pick the show. I chose Black Lightning, season one, episode one, The Resurrection, because I straight up just wanted to watch the show because I was curious. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Just say hello. Let us know you're out there. We want to talk to you. So, yeah. Now... I straight up had to force myself to watch this show because I realized with all of the information that was coming out of San Diego that I straight up did not see any, none of this. And I figured the easy way, easiest way for me to actually watch the show is to make it so I had to, so we could talk about it. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I, I guess my bar for this show was set really, really low. And then I was like, I was surprised by the lead actor, uh, Chris Chris Williams, Williams. because I only know him from the heart of Dixie (laughs) and he was not very good in that show. (laughs) Um, all right. right, So what did you guys think? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Not, (laughs) not, not bad at all. I, I had said to Karen before we started watching it that uh, the reason, because, you know, you and me spoke at your birthday party, I, we were having a similar situation, like, I don't really want to watch this. <laughs> oh, that was right. Yes. I turned out I did not go straight into hate watching it. I just said, oh, I got to watch this. <laughs> yeah. And I figured out exactly what it was, at least at least on my end, is that it's a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a known quantity. You know, at the end of the day, no matter what different flavors they tacked onto it, this is a Greg Berlanti CWDC superhero show. And we've already got plenty of those on our plates. That's very true. So, you know, it's not like we were really out to see anything completely new. It's just we, we kind of knew what we were getting into already. Mm-hmm. And how, there wasn't exactly a want for that in my life. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of what was putting me off anyway. But uh, with that, but having seen it, okay, um, it was a little bit more special than I expected it to be. I, uh, I I was pretty happy with it. I was I found myself far more engaged with it than I thought it was going to be. I felt more um, engaged with this show than I have been with like Arrow. Like I felt, yeah, I'd I'd, I'd buy that. It did feel a bit fresher than mm-hmm. uh, than some of that stuff. It was, um, you know, it's still. I it mean, still this tackled real social commentary. It did, and like not it, that fake shit the on the, way the, the <laughs> Superman, uh, Supergirl's been dealing with some of that lately, and that's been pretty cool. So, yeah, it 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 has been interesting to it was interesting to see it deal with like you know actual social commentary and, and that kind of business. But uh, it was also um, I don't know if it, it it wasn't just the social commentary so much that it just felt like it actually had the edge that arrow wants to have okay if that makes sense like arrow arrow presents itself as being pretty edgy um but this one just (laughs) felt a lot more but it's still just a rich white guy (laughs) yeah at the end of the day it's still just a rich white guy i i yeah that it really just kind of boiled down to this felt uh, a lot more you know, I, I I was invested in in some of these characters, mm-hmm. not like incredibly so, but I was invested enough. I, uh, you know, there were a couple of f- fancy things. You know, this main guy I've only ever seen him in Sports Night as the uh, 
what was the hell was that character's name? Steve. Steve. Steve Sachs, who was a fill-in <laughs> and uh, kept like making pleas to his girlfriend Felicia live on the air uh, to take him back because she just she either recently broke up with him or she, was about to. Yeah, he she was, was. He suspected that he was going to come home and find that she had cleaned out her yeah. stuff out of his apartment. <laughs> he was like in the act of being broken up with when he went on this show. Yeah, which, which is where Chris's opening quote came from. And indeed. So that So you th- pulled so an opening fun. quote from another show. <laughs> yeah. I also found it very amusing that and I wrote down the character's name that uh Black Lightning's Bruce Wayne, uh not Bruce Wayne, uh Alfred, he was the dude who played Richard Wright on Sex in the City. Peter. And or Raiden from Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the <laughs> J- crappy Mortal Kombat movie. James Ramirez. That Ramir. was him. I recognized him from. I, I mean, I didn't recognize him, but like, I was like, I feel like I know who this guy is, just because his voice was a lot more like, I don't know, commanding or something than I expected him to be. I was like, this guy's a, a pretty good actor. His voice was what I recognized because I didn't recognize his face at all. Like this oh, dude has no. aged. I recognized him immediately him. as soon as I saw him. I'm like, I, yep, that th- he deserves, he should be in the show as this character because, like, it looked. I couldn't tell right out the gate if he was a tailor or a a shoemaker because of how things were. Then you were like the second you're you, the second time you see him you're like oh he's making all the costumes and stuff because that motherfucker had the fanciest fucking lab in his basement <laughs> holy shit <laughs> spinning gotta... monitors and touch screens and whatnot and all he's doing is cutting up drapery upstairs i got a big gaping scratch right on the front of my new phone oh like right in the dead center of the screen <laughs> that's obnoxious <gasps> So yeah, Black Lightning. It was, <laughs> I, f- I felt for the characters more than I have in any of the other CW shows. Like the Flash, I is great and I really enjoy it, and it's like, but I never feel like I never feel like I give them the emotion that they're shooting for. Like they really want me to give a shit about him and Iris. I really. Yeah, that you know, that's like, never gonna happen like, for me. Arrow, <laughs> you know, you wanna he they want me to believe that he is struggling with everything that he is doing. I no, not I see what you're trying to do, but like everything that's going on in this in this poor guy's life with you know the trials that he's having to go through with his I, I'm not sure if it's his ex wife or his estranged wife or whatnot, but like I think. It's it his ex-wife yes, it's who's just... seeing the detective dude. I think. Ooh, you picked. Oh, is she... Ooh, I, I didn't pick. That. That. I didn't pick that up because, like, she is all up in his stuff. Yeah, she is. They're not acting like exes. exes. But with within, like, you know, I only watched this first episode because I've explained it would all blend together. You got a lot of backstory as well. How apparently he just wasn't very good at his job in the beginning and kept getting shot a lot. So it was tough on her and their relationship. Like, she didn't want to see him hurt or putting himself out or whatever. So she threw down the ultimatum. And he chose her and the life that she she was looking for. And he became a principal. And, like, I believed it. Like, I felt that he was trying to do the good that he wanted to do, but in just a different way. Um... What bothered me a little bit was the, the, how fast his power use accelerated. Like, at first it started with, like, he would just dim out lights and then he was electrocuting people. Like, it was a real fast jump from point A to point B. And it didn't, like ease you into the violence because this episode was got, a li- yeah this- it was it was super violent and i was a little unclear on what his power set was like at first i'm like oh okay he can control electricity and then he started kicking people's asses and i was like okay so he's super strong well from I what i was electrically could- charging his punches which so. was what i didn't cool. get was when he levitated that guy i didn't understand the math behind that one <laughs> see and that's and that's another thing like i don't know if he controls lightning or electric because in the show, he's controlling electric because he's depowering 
tasers and whatnot, and none of this shit came out of the sky. So that's not lightning. That's electric. <laughs> so, but with that said, you know, he was he's, he did get hurt. He got shot. He got stabbed or whatever. He had to go to his Alfred right. character and, and get he's fixed not up. A whatever. He's not invulnerable. Right. And, you know, of course, they soup up his, you know, superhero gear and make it so like, you know, his he's got like electric brass knuckles now and whatnot. What I did. Okay, go ahead. What? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to jump further ahead. So go ahead. If you're talking about him. I was just uh, I was impressed by the fight choreography as we're talking about the violence. Like there was a lot of like like guns right out the gate mm-hmm. and you know people getting shot and the bad you know bad gang members getting shot but when he was like you know storming the the hotel to get his daughters back i thought all that fight choreography was really impressive I, and and i did too because he is a big tall dude he sure is and when you know you see big tall people try to do fight choreography it just seems l- l- like they're lumbering but it was. But a, he did seem like an athlete. They had that one little yeah. um, shot of him with his daughters going for a run, and you know when you, when that shot widened out, it was like, oh no, this guy's actually an athlete. Yeah, you could tell because he went from running with closed fists to karate uh-huh. chopping the air, which makes you go faster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. Um, but now apparently, the big twist at the end is his pseudo responsible daughter has powers also uh yes please which you know makes all the sense it's like you know it's just genetic right but what what does she have because it looked like she came up like like lava powers like was it lava powers was she fire was she Um, super strong because she did do a number on that bathroom sink She's black frightening. Can I? <laughs> yikes! Can, can I tell you guys? Because I, I've, I actually do know. Because okay. I've, I've heard a little bit about this on Twitter. Uh, her superhero name is Thunder. Aha, a little bit of thunder. So she's got thunder powers, whatever those are. Interesting. <laughs> um, she's just really loud. <laughs> but you guys, I loved her. I want, I want all like this show is okay, but I want a whole show about her. Okay. Like, yeah. Get rid I of her really, dad and her sister and everybody else. I just like her. I was really fond of the way she was not having her little sister's shit. Yes. <laughs> and the way she wasn't having anybody's shit. She had, like gang member comes to comes to the school to try and shoot she's her like, sister, and she's like, you. "Guess what? I'm going to stand between you and a fucking bullet. Mm. I don't care." <laughs> she she didn't know that she, there was no gun there. She did do her karate shit in real very professionally like and then he pulled the gun and not for and nothing that ass clown <sighs> f that guy there were there were two serious people that i could have done without in this episode he was one of them and then the woman that was by like the principal's side like whoever that other woman was his aide or whatnot like she spoke twice, and I like the second time. I was like, "I'm very done with you. You can go away." Like you're. She just, wanted some of that black lightning. Yeah, she did, and she's not getting it because he still wants his wife. Yeah, which she looks the, way better with the longer hair. Like when they did the flashback, I was I, like, "Yeah, it was." So, don't get me wrong; she can pull off the super short hair, but I liked her old hairstyle better. I I, I didn't see very much of it because it was very dreamlike. And whatnot. What I did see was he was bleeding profusely in a bathtub, which is not yeah. the place you want to be if you're bleeding profusely. <laughs> Just throwing that out there for anybody. Keep that in mind. Um, all in all, I enjoyed it. And I will probably try to catch a couple more episodes of this up until, you know, it starts CWing all over the place. And I will definitely not be watching more of this, not because I didn't like it, but because really... When the hell am I going to watch it's, more of this shit? That, it's, that's understandable. That's understandable. I, I did. How did you feel about his secondary costume, his new costume? I mean, all right. Like, it was glowy. It was glowy, <laughs> and every shot that they showed of it was from codpiece up. It was always <laughs> an up shot, and it started with his codpiece working its way up. I'm like, 
Are they trying to say something here? <laughs> what, what's going on here? I think they're trying to say once you go black, you never go back. And that is true. So- I will also say for the record that the Black Lightning rap is nowhere near as good. It's actually quite embarrassing. The Luke Cage rap is way better. Yes, but, uh, and as we pointed out when we watched it, the Luke Cage rap, to be fair, is done by Method Man. So what? 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 Oh, the 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 rap music that's playing in the background. The one about Black Lightning. Gotcha. Was embarrassing. <laughs> I was so not paying attention to the music at all because it's, I, I'm not a big fan of rap, and it was melodic, but. I wasn't paying attention to it. I did hear the words black lightning every once in a while. It was while. like, I saw a superhero today, and he was black, and he was black lightning. And I'm like, I'm not exaggerating. Those were the freaking lyrics. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, like, wow, he's really bad. He didn't even try. Yeah, I, I saw mean, a superhero, and he was black. <laughs> in general, I would say that this is this show is like Discount Luke Cage. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that like Luke Cage is really good. Agreed. And and I can't compare it to to Luke Cage the second season cuz I haven't seen it yet. I know. My fault. But I did coming in blind having no idea what to expect from this show. I did I did enjoy. It. I was engaged. I I I wasn't pulled out of the show at all. Like because I was ignoring the music kind of thing, that didn't take me out of the show. Um, every reaction that he had with his, you know, the shit that was going on with his his daughters, like, it was believable. It wasn't over the top. I mean, for what this show is supposed to be, uh, it, it was it was well done. I I think they did a really good job with it, especially if, with, a, 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 like, an unknown character like Black Lightning. It's, I didn't um, super care for the younger daughter, but I will say the interaction between the sisters I found very believable. And, yeah, I don't know how much we were supposed to care about the younger daughter because she was pretty unlikable. Right, and I think she was just like the the bridge between that, like the school and his world and the gang. Like that was what got him like ground level was her and her actions outside of that she was kind of annoying so but those two sisters were very viable as sisters I w- speaking I was, as someone who is an older sister and has a younger sister i wanted to see more of the older sisters like actions when it came to like the the protesting and whatnot because Mm -hmm. you know they made a they made a a deal out of it like i think that didn't they start the episode with her being arrested yes (laughs) for being harriet tubman yeah so i'm curious to see where that (laughs) character is going to go now that she is blossoming into a superhero of sorts so i'm going to check it out i thought that was a kind of a great um that line or that recurring thing about her being Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. But there was a good choice to show um that the little sister didn't quite get what was going on because like Harriet Tubman like was part of the underground railroad and you know snuck slaves out to freedom which isn't exactly what her sister is doing like right, there are better a, there are better analogs in history. It's true but it's also not a negative no, but it's not a negative. So, like, it was, it was, it was a pretty good specific choice of you know something to say to say. I know my sister's doing something. I don't know exactly what it is, but here, here's the thing. I think it's like, and you know, it was a good shorthand to uh, get you right into that relationship. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it was. All right. All in all, I enjoyed it. Uh, you guys. What 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 are you what are you giving it? A solid meh, met and a half, good. I'd say meh and a half, but okay. to good. Okay. Give it a thumbs up. Nice, very good. All right, so a win all around. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, and when we get back, we're gonna we're gonna talk some news. Stay tuned. The 
The Stone Age Gamer Podcast is coming to Long Island Retro. Join me and special guests Dean from the Best and Friends Podcast and Matt from the Waveback Podcast as we engage in a bracket tournament-style showdown to determine what the best worst controller of all time is. Is the Nintendo 64's three-handed grip better than the Atari Jaguar's numeric keypad? Does the Philips CDI wand work better than the non-centering joysticks of the Atari 5200? Find out at Long Island Retro on Saturday, August 11th at 4 p.m. in Panel Room 2, right after the Square Painter and Tiny Ninja panel, which will also undoubtedly be a good time. See you there! And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out the commercials. Uh, Let's talk some news. First up, I mean... Last we recorded, it was the tail end of San Diego Comic-Con, so of course we missed a few things. Um, I'm glad, Karen, you, you caught this one, because it was adorable. <laughs> um, there, It's a super, Supernatural teases Michael's plan in season 14, and I am behind. Like, I, I don't think I've seen, eh, I may have seen half of season 13. I'm not 100% sure where I am in it. Um, but this gives some some good information about what's happening over in the world of, of supernatural and i why did i think for some reason 13 was the last season like i don't know like i, mean, I was like completely wrong i guess so because they're, they're showing uh a season 13 highlight reel and then they started to tease out season 14 so are you Karen, are you current with? I am. Okay, so brass tacks it. What's going on? Because it says which shows Jensen Eccles Michael. Mm-hmm. Is he not Dean? Uh, it's funny that you uh, asked this because I I feel particularly qualified at the moment. I recently did a rewatch <laughs> of just Supernatural season five. I ran out of whatever I was watching. I wasn't. Okay. Really ready to commit to something new and I was like let me just pick a season and I picked season 5 at random and it turned out to be perfect because that's where we learned that uh, Sam and Dean are destined to be the vessels for Lucifer and Michael uh, oh. Satan and Michael the arc- uh, Archangel right. which then came back in season 13 as uh the only way to defeat Lucifer, who's on the loose yet again for the twenty fifth time. So wait, so I the last I saw Lucifer was trapped with th- their mom in the upside down. In the other yeah, in the other realm. <laughs> okay. Uh it, they managed to get the their mom back, but uh, Lucifer also came back. Well, that's not a surprise. Okay. Right, because you're watching Supernatural. Right. Um, so Michael, or so so Lucifer came back to the the real world or whatever, mm-hmm. and the only way they found to defeat him was to let Dean or to let Michael finally take over Dean as his vessel, and then he had enough power to. So kill have Lucifer. we seen Michael before? We have. Yeah. Okay. Who is he played by? Anybody in particular? Um, nobody you'd know. Okay. And my real question is, when he is Michael, does he still have the Dean voice? Uh, sort of. Okay. It's a different voice. It's a different affect, but it's basically him. Does he still say, Sammy, that, you know, that... No, I no. mean, it's a different person <laughs> okay. inside of him, so All right. he's not... He's not relating to him like a brother or anything like that. (laughs) So that's where they left it is that, you know, Michael took over Dean so that they could beat Lucifer, which they did. And now Michael's taken over Dean and was like just walking around in the world as Dean. (laughs) And uh, all right. So and that was the end of that was the end of season 13. 13. So what's what is the so the lead in for the big bad for season 14 is. Dean Michael? Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know that they've said that he's bad, but he's... Well, I, just... I, I don't necessarily mean, like, evil. I mean, like, that's the, the, the that's hurdle the, that they have the to thing. overcome. Yes. Is, is get Dean, Dean back. Is not Dean, and they want him, obviously, to be Dean again. Okay. So, is is the King of Hell still gone? Crowley has not been on the show. He was not on season 13 at all. Okay, because they... They claim he's gone, 
They claim he's not coming back. Okay, because at the end of this article, they say Rowena is coming back. Yes, she's been back. Okay, but that's uh, that's his mom, right? Yes. All right. See, I'm, get, I'm getting there. I'm remembered. It's all coming back to me, like riding there's a bike. A lot, you know. I mean, there's it's 13 seasons. <laughs> yeah, there's a. Lot. And if I hadn't watched season five recently, I would have been like, "Yeah, he's Michael. I don't know. There was something. I don't remember." You just got really lucky with choosing I that just random to episode. Pick that random season. <laughs> nice. Got well, all it's this a win. Background info, but uh, what it's interesting in this article is it says that Dean is going to be Michael, and he's not. He's not present aware in control at all it's all michael it's jensen ackles is playing michael he's not playing dean as michael or anything like that okay so it's it's similar to like when every once in a while we see castiel as the guy yes they're two completely different people has been taken over by somebody else like gotcha just like any of those gotcha uh so this is going to be sam kind of in charge and trying to figure out what the plan is which isn't usually the case yeah but i don't it's not a far stretch for him oh no he's growing into his role as little brother of dean yeah so well um october 11th season 14 premieres it's a thursday coming back almost right before my birthday nice that'll be nice for me jody will be back we love jody jody mills And uh, Jack will not have any powers. You you like don't even know who Jack so, is because you didn't But Jack watch is Lucifer's kid. Yes. Okay, so I did see some of that. Yeah, he showed up right at the end of the <coughs> season twelve that you well, saw. Okay, but then he gets he's he's at a diner, and there's another <coughs> there's another girl, and he's trying to figure out like he becomes part of the gang. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you did see some of season thirteen. I, I saw some of season thirteen, oh, not okay. all of it. Yeah. Like none yeah. of this Michael talk was happening when I was watching it. Gotcha. He was still yes, adjusting basically, to being. They got they killed Michael in their world, and when they went to the apocalypse world, Michael was there and he was running the show. So that's how Michael came back. Wait, they killed Michael in season five? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't think it was in season five. Okay. But the, so this is what you guys feel like when I'm talking about Dragon Ball, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Taste your own medicine. It's cool. I got Altered Beast. I'm good. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Different Altered Beast. All right. Rise from your grave. All right. Cool. Well, I'm definitely, I got to catch up. I really do. Yeah, you do. Because you've I got, love that show. You've got until October, so you've got a little time. Yeah. I may just but rewatch you need to 13. need put it on your list. Just to, to catch up. True. All right, let's move on to the next one. This one coming from uh, Twitter. <laughs> and Karen, I it took me a second to understand what you what, what your comment here in the posting was. Guys, I think Darth Vader might be after the Flash. And I watched cuz this Twitter link leads to a video, and I watched most of it not understanding what the hell you were talking about. And then I guess the baddie shows up. Very Darth Vader esque. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really show them. It was, you know, black, dark, hooded figure, hooded. very heavy breathing. Yeah, uncomfortably heavy breathing. It's either Darth Vader or Bane, one or the other. <laughs> um, but they are yet again force feeding me love, you know, this couple because look at the cuteness that they create. And she's just as bad as Barry with the whole time travel bullshit. And. <laughs> Yes, apparently like fucking father, up like the daughter. timeline runs in the family. I did like the fact that he's like he said, um, she she may just Marty McFly herself out of existence, and I was like, I get that reference, I get it, <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> um, Way to go, Steve Rogers. So it it is a trailer for next season. Is that it, uh-huh. or is this like the next yeah. storyline? Uh, I think it's for next season. Okay, it's a little bit of both. What's that? I think it's both. It's both the next storyline and what's happening next season. Okay, so Tuesday, October 9th, we're going to get more of The Flash. And, okay, so there is the reference to the ring in the, the suit in the ring, which is yep, cute. that was cool. But the imagery is, I, I you can't really see what costume pops out of it. And I want it to be the fuzzy costume. <laughs> <laughs> is that wrong? I said this way, way back that I want to see Barry in the fuzzy flash suit. The flocked flash suit. 
<laughs> oh god 90s flash um keep an eye out for that it looks like it's going to be adorable and fun and just like the and flash hopefully is. like didn't it's oh no it didn't it was something else i read i think they were saying like they were trying to course correct off all the melancholy of the last season which yeah, is you know what they said that last season Maybe, yeah, but there was maybe a lot I'm more just melancholy in the season before that. That. <laughs> that was really dour, and they started off like you know, lost his memory and stuff, and it was fun. And then they were like, "Nope, never mind." <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> oh, of course, flash. corrected for like 15 minutes, and now we're going to get right back to depressing dourness and berries in jail, and everyone's sad, and he's scarred because he got burned with acid. Wait, that's not right. I think that's wrong. Check it out. It's the Flash. It's more of the goodness. Um, okay. Karen, you posted up a couple of things, apparently. Yes, I did. He's having a bit of a week. This, this gentleman is having a bit of a week. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miran- Miranda. Miranda, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this Miranda. one is the the Fosse one. Okay. So he is uh, creating a, a TV series for, was it Showtime? FX. It was FX. Okay. About Fosse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I could see him doing that. And then they told they told me that Sam Rockwell was the one that's going to be playing Fosse. Yep. And I went, oh, okay. I can buy that every time I've seen Sam play any sort of part in some way, shape, or form. The brother dances on screen. Yeah, I I don't know that I would have necessarily picked him for, you know, as a dancer, but I know someone who is uh, into dance and is a dance teacher, and she was like, this is such great casting, he's an amazing dancer, you've got to see him, and I was like, okay, but, great. Uh, just, but just think about it for a second. Yeah, no, I know <laughs> I've seen him do little dance moves in every role Every he's role. <laughs> he just can't help it. Um, So, that production begins in the fall production of the series begins in the fall of 2000 for a 2019 premiere mm-hmm. okay is there anything i don't i'm not a, I, i'm not familiar with the, the is, rest of the people yeah um also uh the he's miranda is eping it with um tommy kale who directed hamilton and uh steven levinson wrote dear evan hansen which is another tony winning musical mm-hmm and Michelle Williams is playing the uh, is Gwen Verdon. She is also apparently quite the dancer. Okay. Oh, and uh, and this uh, Andy Blankenbuehler that they mentioned choreographed Hamilton. So it's a lot of Hamilton. Oh, so people a lot of getting Hamilton. together, it's, being just like, hey, let's make a show about another great uh, musical. It's creator. Hamilton heavy, so it should be a good time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to skip right to the other. Yeah, I'll just uh, yeah, I'll Miranda just scroll down. We'll just get that out of the way. Um, so Lynn is going to head over o- <laughs> across the pond, if you will. Um, now, as I read this, apparently this dark materials is something that I should have known about. Yeah, uh, please don't add us because we haven't read it, but um, it it is a fairly well known work of science fiction. Okay, so um, he, uh, oh Jesus. James McAvoy and Ruth Wilson have all been cast in the BBC's upcoming series, His Dark Materials. Mm-hmm. Now, I have no idea what that is. It sounded very Harry Pottery to me as they were explaining it. I don't know if that's... Yeah, I've heard... I mean, I've heard the comparisons. Okay. But... The, okay. So, The Golden Compass was part of that? Is that how I should have read that because it says the golden compass was turned into a movie in 2007 with Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig, but disappointed at the box office. Okay. Was that just a random blurt of information that this person knew, or does that have something to do with, with his dark material? I'm not familiar enough with it, but I think what I'm pulling off of this is that. Okay. So the Pullman series has close, has sold close to 18 million copies. Yes. His dark materials covers the first three books. Okay. Is Go- part of the series of books. Okay, so The Golden Compass, known as Northern Lights in Britain, The Subtle Knife, and The Amber Spyglass. I think I've seen The Golden Compass. I'm not 100% if I have. <laughs> that was like, that was when you and me were working at Hollywood. Yeah. That was when that came I out. I remember there was a... Daniel a, Craig and a polar bear. Polar bear, right. Okay, that was on the cover. <laughs> so... 
Okay. Is there going to be dancing? If not, why, why is Lin-Manuel involved? Because he's a good actor, too. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't dance and when he voice acts. Well, I mean, we don't know that. We don't sure, know that. <laughs> um, I know this from Twitter, that he's actually just a personal fan of this work. Okay. And I think he's at a place in his career where he can pretty much do whatever the fuck he wants. So, you know, he found out about this thing, and he was like, hey, can I be in it? And they were like... Uh, are you kidding? Your name recognition alone is going to bring us way more people than we ever would have got. So, yes, yes, please. More Lin-Manuel. So there you go. <laughs> uh, does it say when? Because I think that was one that said... Because it's it's it's, uh, it's New Line Cinema and... Why do I feel like it's Bad Robot? No, is that something else that we read today? I don't know. Um, but it, it's two American production companies working with bbc bbc mm-hmm. one so i don't see any dates for anything Ugh, I don't either. so if we get any more information about that i'm sure karen will let us know because she likes lynn yes don't worry i have like google alerts set for anything <laughs> anything lynn manuel exactly all right next up from the indie wire chris hardwick is returning sort of like herpes um Chris Hardwick returning to AMC and talking after comprehensive assessment by the network. Okay. I don't know what any of that means because they give absolutely no details. They said they talked to a couple of people and that's it. It basically means there's there was no wrongdoing found on like in his like professional capacity at AMC and so they don't really give a shit about what else he did. There you go. This is going to be a blight on him. It's yeah. it's not going to end positively. So, but it's also not. He hasn't like lost everything. Correct. Yeah, it's not a career ender. Correct. It is not. Um, so he will be returning to AMC with talking with Chris Hardwick and the and. Um, I think he's still doing Talking Dead. They're not sure if they're going to do Talking because it was intended as a summer series and summer's pretty much over. Right. But there was someone who else? Someone was doing Talking Dead for him. Oh, uh, oh Yvette Nicole Yvette Brown. Brown. Yeah. Um, so he's set to return uh, on August 12th with Talking. So or with Talking Dead. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, if. I'd kind of like the only part of this that I'm really interested in is what he's going, if anything, he's going to say about it when he returns to the air. I also remember uh, I read something earlier today. I don't think I put it in the news feed where um, uh, what's her name was not involved at all in the investigation of him or anything. Um, yeah, Chloe, the Dykstra, the the one who brought the charges user. up again. Well, I yeah, should say brought she, the charges, brought the charges to did, light. Yeah, she elected not to participate in the investigation because she didn't she didn't come forward so that you know any of this would happen she yeah, came she, forward for her own personal closure she wasn't so yeah she wasn't out she for chose revenge or not anything. to um you know participate in it any further well which is perfectly valid yeah absolutely so there's that um i'm gonna move on uh i actually really pleased with this next one uh, from Variety.com Deadwood the movie gets green light at HBO are either of you guys Deadwood fans? No I know that it is so good but I have not seen it. I am not a western watcher like I don't like westerns this is actually the only western I ever took serious interest in um, I don't count Westworld as a Western, even though it takes place. That's really sci-fi futuristic to me. But their interpretation of the Old West is phenomenal. Uh, acting was fantastic. It's it's just a really, really good show. Um, if I, only you had a podcast yeah. as a way to make um, some people that you love watch the show. I, I, want, I, I haven't watched it in a long time, so I'm, I'm gonna, I actually just acqu- reacquired it. So I want to do a rewatch and then pick which episode that we're going to watch um little known fact at garden state this year chris did you see the the asian man that was signing stuff our celebrity voice actor yeah he w- he did a voice for snake eyes or something in the gi joe cartoon and that's what we were promoting but he was also in this 
show. And he has a very choice line. I'm not going to repeat it right now. I'm not going to ruin it. I want you to hear it for realsies when I make you watch a specific... Because it happened in every episode. (laughs) So, great, great show. Um, It's been a long... It's been off the air, Jesus, 12 years now. And HBO is finally going to do a movie about it. And apparently the way they're doing it, it's like a standalone where it's just going back into this universe and it stands on its own. Standalone adventure. Yeah. Got it. So you don't have to be familiar with the the universe, but you're you're lesser if you don't. I'm not disinterested. I've heard wonderful things about it. I hear... um, it, what if what's his face Ian McShane is fantastic in it as is Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, well, th- because of this show, I fell in love with both of those actors. Like I love Ian in everything that he plays in because of uh, Swergen, if I'm not mistaken, is his character's name. Yes, and who doesn't love Timothy <laughs> off with his pants? <laughs> Timothy off with his pants. So um, um, I have to I <laughs> I have to TM that to the uh, extra hot great podcast. I did not come up uh, with that on my own. Boo! <laughs> We're gonna take that. I'm gonna have to cross it out. Not the episode title. Um, so to do do, it was like 36 episodes. I'm trying to see if they're saying at all at anything about when this is happening. No, they just greenlit it. It's shooting in October for a spring 2019 air date, but none of that stuff is set in stone. I just hope it gets made because, and oddly, this, like the image that is attached to this, we have seen all of these actors in recent stuff and none of them have really aged. Like Ian Ian McShane is a little grayer now. But they just, like, his face has not gotten older or more youthful <laughs> in that image. Like, it's, it, it's, it's time. It's going to be good. I feel like it's going to be good. I'm very excited. All right. Um, Karen, you posted up the next one from The Hollywood Reporter, BoJack Horseman. Now, it's, am I understanding this right, that Netflix sold a series to syndication on a regular channel? Mm-hmm. Yes, they sold their their backlog of episodes in syndication to Comedy Central. Interesting. Because isn't it always available on Netflix? Yeah, if you have Netflix. Interesting. Okay, so I just did... Well, good for them. Making more money. Um, Comedy Central has acquired the library of the BoJack Horseman... What is it? I want to say four seasons? Yes. So, there you go. Can I get? Hey, if it gets more people watching BoJack Horseman, I'm good. I'm good with it. Is that? Um, is that going to have to be edited? I can't remember. There was there was language in that, right? They oh, yeah. must have absolutely. To. Yeah, yeah. And but there's this, some inappropriate content as well. <laughs> this seems to be a way for the creators to make more uh, off of their previous episodes because it's going to air on a channel where that has commercials. So, right. you know, whereas they're not, once they make it for Netflix, they're not getting any more money from that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know if this kind of deal is a wave of the future. Oh, I, I, I'm at the end of this, this article, uh, Comedy Central also secured the syndication rights for um, four seasons of The Cleveland Show and 13 seasons of King of the Hill. Oof. Oof. I was never a fan of King of the Hill. I don't me know. neither, which makes me sad because I like Mike Judge. I I did as well. I just it was never. Mike I mean, I don't dislike Mike Judge now. I mean, he you know <laughs> he did other things since King of the Hill that I have enjoyed. But you know, I'm a fan of Mike Judge, and I wish I liked that show more. But it just does not connect with me. I feel like I I, I feel like I never gave it a chance. But I I I don't know. Like the characters outside of the frog baseball from. What's it? What's Beavis and wow. Butthead? That was, that was Liquid Television era Beavis and yeah, Butthead. Well, that's where I remember it being like that's where I remember the King of the Hill character coming from. Like that's that's what I remember. Well, it's the same voice. It's not the same character. It's not. No. No. Yeah. He doesn't come out in his character. underwear yelling at the kids. No. It's it's the same exact voice. Mike Judge does that voice, but no, it's a different character. I can't remember that guy's name. But it's the there same a... voice and the same look, isn't it? <laughs> 
It's a very similar look. <laughs> okay. He's he was he was Beavis and Butthead's neighbor character, and oh my god, I can't remember his name. There's this <laughs> great bit at the end of an episode of uh, I think Mike Judge was on um, Space Ghost, and at the end of the episode, he did uh, oh Tom Anderson. Okay. It's like here's yeah, here's the difference. Here's Tom Anderson's voice. Boy, I'll tell you what. And here's Hank Hill. Boy, I'll tell you what. <laughs> It's literally the same exact voice, just two different characters. It it it, it, it reminds me of like Tracy Ullman Simpsons to what Simpsons is now, <laughs> like that, like the same but very different, but sort of still the same. I don't know. Check out Comedy Central for you know repeats of cartoons that you may have missed or you just want to see again. Next up from the Hollywood Reporter. Um, the new Buffy showrunner addresses reboot backlash. Okay, we 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 covered that there was backlash, um, and it was expected. We knew it was going to happen. Um, you don't go remaking a show as a uh, important to so many people and yeah, beloved as uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer without a uh, getting some folks cheesed off at you. Um, but she, her her it, it was a tweet. I think so. And. It's it's the right thing to say. Uh, yeah, I am totally on board with this. The way they they say that they're doing it, um, that you can't. Is, it, it's just that you can't call it Buffy. Yeah, I mean it's the it's the same mythology, mm-hmm. but it's that's the pretty much the only thing they're they're borrowing from original Buffy, which is which is fine. Which is great, actually. I want to see more shows do this um and uh for for longevity's sake like i mean it doesn't work on every storyline obviously but in a show like this that has like you know supernatural elements to it why wouldn't you do this where if you you know replace the lead replace all the you know the situation just keep the sort of you know the founding story of the yeah, that it, it was it was a concept. A, a yeah, it was a great concept that that was supposed to have longevity. It was supposed to be like this is a thing that is passed on from generation to generation kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. And they didn't do that. So they went from one character and then they tried to continue it with Angel, but that was same universe but different mythos. Different animal. Yeah. yeah. It's also happening at the same time. Right. Right. But, like, see, like, as opposed to continuing the Buffy line, like, this is the new Slayer, and then continuing that way, as opposed to doing Angel, like, they may have been better off. You know, they could have adapted with the time. I just hope that they, like, going back and watching Buffy, even though I love it, some of it's a little hokey and campy and... You know, like they can't do that again, especially now. If no. they, you know, do right by it, it should be fine. Um, and of course, I mean, the irony is lo- not lost on me that um, here I am, the Whovian of the group, being like, yeah, they should totally just replace the actors and keep going with the same story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well,. We're gonna like is any of this, she left the series after like is any of this official? No, right? It's still just in talks. Sure. <laughs> I feel like everybody just left the room, like I made a statement. Uh, yeah, it's just just you know they're still poking I mean, around the idea. They're still in the planning stages. Yeah. It's not like whatever. I don't know. So, and the Everybody woman who's doing relax. it's got got some geek bona fides too. So she, I, I feel it's, it's 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 the right thing. Go for it. Have a good time with it. Make another show that we all love. No pressure. And I mean, for this woman who's in charge of it to have like basically been raised on Buffy, mm-hmm. like sh- don't worry, guys. Well, and, and you could see it because like. Her credits inc- also include Revolution, Fringe, Brothers and Sisters, Alias, Lost, and Charmed. Like, there's a there's a theme there. I, I don't know what what's Brothers and Sisters. Anybody? Anything? Anybody? Uh, a family a drama. Show. Okay, so everybody else, everything else is either 
weird or 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 uh, badass broad. Like Alias was one of the titular, freaking amazing female-led characters, like female-led shows. That's what Buffy was back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like it makes sense. Charm. They have. They, they a, have not given this to an idiot. Yeah. No, they did not. So, or they 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 don't seem to be doing it that way. So I'm okay with it. Let's move on to the next one. Another one from Variety. Altered Carbon is coming back. It's been renewed for season two. I haven't seen season one, so don't know if I'm okay with this. But I do like um, Mackie. So yes, indeed. Uh, I haven't seen this show either. I believe it's an Amazon Prime show. Um, but my understanding is that the Netflix. The, oh. Um, than Netflix, that the lead character can um, like hop consciousness I f- to different bodies. Yeah, from my from my understanding, consciousness is like could be digitized, and yeah. it could be just transported from. So Which it is equals recasting. Yeah, easily recasting. And Anthony Mackie is a. Did it say yes? Is a Juilliard trained actor, which is great. It's unfortunate that he's being wasted acting wise as the Falcon because he doesn't really get much acting props in that. <laughs> he's uh, a, it's a black dude well, that flies yeah, around I mean, really cool. I mean, like, <laughs> but it's got to be a fun job. For I'm him. sure it is. I'm sure it is. Um, so that's something to look forward to because I, you know, anytime he, he does get some, some real screen time, he's charming. He's a good yeah, actor. Yeah, like any of his like little whatever they give him to do, he does great with. So, yeah. Um, his role in Altered Carbon will mark his first regular role in a television series. He's, he's been in a, in a couple of big movies as well. The Hurt Locker, Eight Mile, All the Way, Million Dollar Baby. So he's he's got his chops. He's good. Um. He had my heart as soon as he called Paul Rudd Tic Tac. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fell for it when he said, "Just don't let any, just don't let Cap know what any of this happened." So <laughs> that was adorable. All right, next up from the Vulture dot com. Are we losing Trebek? Maybe oh. there's a fifty fifty chance. All this crap that I'm seeing online, people are like, "Oh no, this can't happen." I'm the end of the world. Good. I was Good kind of surprised he was on still. I, was, is Jeopardy still a thing? Oh, yeah. All right. Jeopardy is still a thing. All right. I have a personal vendetta against Alice Trebek. I just think he's a smug asshole. <laughs> and he's don't Canadian. don't really care for the man. Those goddamn Canadians. So, yeah, like, his contract expires in 2020. Maybe he might be leaving. Nobody really knows. They gave out a it couple of names. It could just be a ploy for getting more money. Yeah. Uh, people to keep in mind to replace him. Alex Faust, the Los Angeles Kings play-by-play announcer. Or Laura Coates, a legal analyst for CNN. Yes, those two people should... What? All right. If we find out that Trebek is leaving, we'll let you know. How's that? <laughs> And tune in uh, September 17th because my friend's going to be on Jeopardy. Ooh. Go, Chrissy! <laughs> Shout out to Chrissy. Um, this kind of surprised me as well. Apparently, uh, Walmart has enlisted Mark Greenberg, former C- uh, Epic's CEO, to develop a Netflix competitor. Yeah, what the This has gone well for everyone so far. Yeah, wh- Why? Why even every, every single person who has tried to do this so far has has had great success. Yeah, and so Walmart. I love this. Walmart wants to make Netflix for Middle America because apparently Middle America can't doesn't doesn't do have Netflix. that extra three dollars because they they're looking at an eight dollar price point, and I think Netflix is eleven. Yeah, they want they want to make it you know affordable for Middle America. And Get like that's the bent. thing. It, this this kind of this kind of marketing is really going to uh, appeal to people because they're saying it's for Middle America, and those types of there there are folks that are very proud of that. Oh, I'm not I'm not a city folk. I'm Middle America. I need my own Netflix full of Walmart TV. What even is that? I don't know. What even is that? What content? What kind I, of content I, I, is this like, going to be? Like, throughout this article, they keep talking about Voodoo, and I want to click on the link to find out what it is. I know it's their digital movie stuff, 
but I don't yeah, want to click on all it about voodoo because I feel that if I click on it, it'll keep showing up in like my Facebook feed and shit. And I don't want that. Yeah, no. So, uh, you know what TV for middle, middle America is Netflix, big bang theory, Roseanne. Yeah. And, but that's the thing. There already is a CBS app <laughs> and it won't be available on this Walmart thing. Cause it's CBS. Well, yeah. but that's what I'm saying is like, the shows that aren't getting made anywhere else because they're too offensive to like, you know, decent people. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm saying like things I shouldn't be saying about, I'm not making grand sweeping generalizations about all of middle America. I'm it sounded just like you did though, Karen, I feel like you're grandly sweeping. There is uh, you know, there, there's a portion of people out there who are horrible and who keep getting their TV shows canceled because, oh, you snowflakes are too sensitive. <laughs> so maybe that's what Walmart TV is. I'm just, I'm just speculating. Anti-snowflake so TV? So it's the Roseanne channel is what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah, Greenberg has done a couple of things. Uh, and they get this guy who, uh, like, I'm sure he's very good at what he does. But he's been in charge of the t- of the channel Epics, which, like, uh, have you guys ever heard of Epics? I have. It's like the third, sh- third or fourth string HBO. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've it's... heard of it, too. But um, we're, you know, HBO, we're in the business of Showtime, knowing things about Cinemax. TV. <laughs> I've heard Epics. of it because it was occasionally free on some weekends. Like, <laughs> hey, you got Epics for free this weekend. You should totally check it out. You've already seen all like, of these movies, but this right. week you get to see them for free. <laughs> nice. I'm so Sweet. excited about watching this movie for the 85th time. <laughs> oh, HBO. look, it's Hitch again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course it's Hitch. Uh, and apparently Walmart has had voodoo in its pocket since 2010. And the service competes with the likes of Apple's iTunes, Amazon Video, and Google Play. No, it doesn't. No, it does not. No, it does not. It is. It competes with Yahoo Screen. There, that. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, um, Yahoo Screen. So wait, Voodoo, oh, yeah, Voodoo currently great. offers 150,000 titles to rent, to buy or rent, whilst its free ad-supporting streaming service called Movies on Us includes 5,000 movies and TV shows. Wow, I'm so curious. I, I got it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to click on it. We're moving on. You know what? That Go 90 thing. Yeah. I sat at work one day and like just rooted through its content. <laughs> Yeah, that was really something, and I, I I hope with all of my heart that the 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 content of this can live up to uh, <laughs> the Go ninety, Go nineties uh, lineup, <laughs> lineup of amazingness. All right, let's let, let's move on from from Walmart and Voodoo. Um, I posted up this one because I thought it was adorable from Masher or Mashable. Yeah, Mashable dot com. It is a video. That is, it's like a, a Twitter video thing where it shows two doctors, <laughs> two Doctor Who's meet up. Now, full, like just being a 100% honest, when I saw these stills for this, I was like, oh shit, these two are going to fight. I want to see that. And then I watched the video and they hug and they embrace it sweetfully. So, Christopher Eccleston and uh, Matt Smith. It looks like either they met at a show or an airport. I can't tell. It's London Comic Con. <laughs> All right. London Comic Con. Um, and they look like they're genuinely happy to see each other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I was like wrapped watching this 19 second video that was shot on somebody's cell phone. But still, I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And somebody in the uh, article pointed out that it was likely, likely that these two had never met because... Chris Eccleston parted the BBC's company uh, long before Matt Smith's tenure and not on good terms. So right. It's not like he would have like come by and hung around to see what the new doctor's hey guys, up to. what's going like, on? No, he's not. These guys didn't have any reason to ever have met, but they're just both such lovely people that they finally met at something and they were like, oh my God, oh you're Oh my God, awesome. you're a doctor. No, oh my you're God, awesome. you're a doctor. <laughs> so it's enjoyable. Check it out. It's cute. Uh, just that was just a little posting for Karen. I wanted to post. They've never worked together on anything. Yeah, yet. Yet, who knows? 
And Chris Eccleston, man, does not look at all like he used to. Yeah. He's blonde now. He's blonde. His hair is long on top. Is he it looks blonde or gray? Ripped. Well, it looks blonde to me. Okay. All right. I was like, he's just aged well. Like, he's got that grace now. That's okay. But Matt Smith doesn't look like he's aged a day. No, <laughs> so. of course not. And he's still wearing the same haircut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and finally, my last posting, another one from Mashable. Dan Harmon dishes on how Rick and Morty Season 4 will be different. And his exact words is, we're going to do the things that you don't expect to happen. That's the, I expect nothing from this show. I, if, I, if I try to expect something from this show, that, that's, it's going to happen well beyond anything I can believe. Um. I think he's feeling a lot more freedom with the 70 episode order. order. So he's they it seems like they're going to have fun. Like that's that's what I got from this like he he's letting stories breathe and and people doing what what they want to do and have fun with it and like that's especially an animated show. That's what you need. Keep it alive, keep it vibrant. So Expect more of the unexpected from the from the Rick and Morty crew over at uh, is it Comedy Central, Netflix? What are they? Where are they? Nothing. Nobody. I think it's Comedy Central. It's Adult Swim. Yeah, Comedy Central. Yeah. So that's Cartoon Network. Your Cartoon Network. Wait, what's Cartoon Network? Adult Swim. Is it? Yes. What was ne- What was Comedy Central? Comedy Central. No, no, no. The 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 <laughs> at, didn't they have like cartoons at at night? No, that was Adult Swim. Was it? Are you sure? I think they may have tried to take a swing at some sort of animation block, but, I mean, if anything, it was a tiny footnote, and I don't know if it had a name. <laughs> okay. But I yeah, don't know. Cartoon Network was like a kid, a kid's channel, and then they were like, oh, Adult Swim. Like, this is our Nick at Night, except it's really fucked up. <laughs> Look at all these fast-moving images and weird guys doing weird things. Yeah, Adult Swim French fries and talking meatballs. Let's do it. <laughs> adult Swim got really weird there for a time period. Got got. <laughs> if anything, it's gotten stranger. I mean, it, Adult Swim launched with like, I mean, home movies was yeah, kind of normal. What, but what were those two guys? Like they were two humans oh tim and eric oh my god that that shit was was weird that was really out there (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that was it check that out it's it sounds like he is he's they're gonna have a good time with the next 70 episodes now what does it say that uh what i expect from rick and morty is the unexpected it, but there says I. They say I'm supposed to expect the unexpected, but I expect the unexpected. <laughs> I smell toast. <laughs> Why do I taste oranges? Is that copper? Wait a second. What's going on? All right, that's it. That's all I got for news, guys. Um, Chris. Yeah. It's your turn. You got to spiel for me. It is my turn. I do have a spiel. You can get in touch with us at mailatgeekade.com, as well as all the flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on the Facebook. You can uh, uh, follow the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. You can find us on Instagram at Geekade. Not that we do much on Instagram, but you could do it if you want to. You can subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content, and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade. Or you can follow the show specifically at Twepcast. Or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. And I, I hear tell Karen is on Twitter. I am all the time at shoot underscore the underscore moon. I hear Evan pretends to be on Twitter. Very rarely at Geekade underscore Evan. I still don't understand Twitter. You should all send Evan messages on Twitter, like, all day long. Private also, messages. Also, people who listen to this show know that you don't understand what Twitter is. Yeah. Everyone listening to the show who has a Twitter account, just start <laughs> spamming the crap out of Evan. It'll be hilarious. I'll get my handle on Instagram, and I feel that that's the next logical step is Twitter. Yeah? No? Maybe? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I think get it's Instagram. a parallel move. <laughs> Lots of pictures. 
Anyway, if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for even more fresh original content. Back to you, Evan. Thank you, sir. Karen. Say yes, say me. It's your turn. You are correct. What is the homework? The homework is a show I just finished, which uh, tells you how old I am that, like, I binge something and it's got eight episode seasons and it takes me weeks to finish it. (laughs) I would like for you guys to watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel from Amazon Prime. Let's go with season one, episode six. Uh, It's called Mrs. X at the Gaslight. All right. Marvelous Mrs. Mavel. (laughs) Season one. Maisel. What? She's not a belly button. <laughs> I said Maisel. I didn't say navel. You said Mavel. Oh, Mavel? Oh, I yes. was closer than navel. And then you said, I'm I'm Evan. I'm the biggest <laughs> idiot ever. And then you swung a dead cat around by well, a living cat around by its tail. And it went, <laughs> Oh, Clerk's cartoon. <laughs> All right. There you go, people. There was your homework. Please join us next week when we're talking about navels. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Black Lightning. <laughs> Good night. Oh, man. My head hurts. And this concludes our broadcast day.